Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Andy Greeter covers Gophers basketball and uh, football and uh, United Soccer and six or seven other things for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He's with us. Uh, So uh, Richard Patino did have a little media session today uh, with another uh, game coming up. What did he have? Did he have anything to say about the Louisville situation, sir? Uh, you know what? He, he wasn't asked that. I used my uh, my questions on on Reggie Lynch and and Amir Coffey and, and Nate Mason. He wasn't asked about his father's uh, situation, but I, I know that in the past, when those accusations were first levied against his dad, he uh, he was supportive, and and I assume he'd probably be supportive again. But no, he wasn't asked that. I can't remember. Was he he was was he there for the championship season or what did he leave the year before that? I can't remember. Oh, he man, was that's, when he was, that's a good question. I think he yeah, might have left before then and might have been um you know, with uh with Billy Donovan before he was at Florida International. So I think it was that, before then. They lost the uh, final four uh visit. I think that might have been the year he was there. Uh uh with his uh, dad, but uh, boy, uh, the NCAA has found the weapon to really make it hurt for these schools, haven't they, by uh, taking away wins? Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, when you lose wins and lose national championships, it's, you know, a huge gut punch to anyone that supports the program or is involved in the program. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, just the Pete Thamel report that came out last week talking about kind of some groundbreaking uh, things that are coming down the pike here. Uh, I think that this is just the beginning of what we're going to see. It is amazing what could happen to basketball. And you know, one thing they were talking about, Andy, is perhaps opening up and giving everybody a free transfer. That'd really work well, wouldn't it? That'd give them a, that would give the agents and the everybody another chance to cheat. That yeah. would be uh, that would be uh, amazing if that was happened. So uh, the Gophers. Uh, actually played pretty good for about 32 minutes last night. And, boy, was that ugly after that. Because this Wisconsin team, is they've had a number of injuries just like the Gophers, but they do not have very many athletes on that uh, court. And the, and the Gophers did a great job of surrounding Hap. Davison hit a few threes early, but uh, Wisconsin wasn't making shots, and all of a sudden the Gophers couldn't make a bucket. Yeah, I mean, they went scoreless for the final six minutes and, you know, really kind of, you know, sealed their own fate there. I mean, you know, Nate Mason has a chance to tie the game or, or go ahead late in the game, and, and Brad Davison sticks his leg out, and, and Richard Patino says that he, he was clearly fouled, uh, but there was no call, and Patino wasn't taking that as, as an excuse, saying that, you know, they did many things. 
uh, to kind of seal their own fate, you know, uh, not following Ethan Happ late in the game, not boxing out on free throws. He looked at those things as, as why they lost the game. And, and then once they got to overtime, it just looked like the Gophers were just cashed. There was nothing left in the tank for them. Although I think Wisconsin played six players. Maybe oh, seven. Yeah. They have they have less depth than the Gophers, including they even have a Reavers, and they ended up winning. For goodness sakes, that's uh, that's. But this was a, this this the last, I'd say, uh, thirteen minutes that set basketball back about two decades. Those those two teams, because as you said, the Gophers didn't score for six minutes, and it still took Wisconsin the full six minutes to catch them. Yeah, I mean, it was, like you said, I mean, Ethan Happ is the best player on that team, and, and uh, you know, he didn't get going until the second half, and, and you know, I mean, it was just difficult for, for any sort of offense in that game, period. Hey, Andy, what, uh, so the coach, uh, I could have never envisioned this, and they certainly have the excuses out there, but 3-15, and 15, uh, I mean, uh, how's he handling it? You know, he has just continually talked about, you know, how it's, you know, difficult to lose, you know, two of your four best players. And, and then you have a, a guard in Dupree McBrayer who's also hurt and hobbling along and was a shell of himself at the second half of, of uh, Monday night's game. And, and, you know, Eric Curry's out. So he just looks at all the injuries and continually goes to that. And he, he said one thing today that, you know, he talks about the, the bad luck that they've had and hope they have some good luck. So, you know, for the most part, I mean, I haven't followed this team all year, so I don't know how he was. You know, when they were ranked in the top 15. Uh, but for the most part, he hasn't been prickly, hasn't, you know, been pointing a lot of fingers and just continually goes to the injuries. And he often mentions injuries and doesn't mention the suspension, which kind of bothers me a little bit because there's multiple things that have contributed to how they've been shorthanded. And he just routinely says injuries when it's been multifaceted. And, you know, I asked him today about Reggie Lynch now that it's kind of come to a conclusion and, and Reggie's dropped his appeal for the sexual misconduct cases. And, you know, he you know kind of sidestepped the question and just said, you know, we've been focusing on the guys here, and Reggie and his lawyer and his parents made that decision, and you know, he's just focusing on his guys. So he he has sidestepped any sort of involvement in that. Uh, so Andy Greeter's with us. Uh, the Gophers unveiled new uniforms for uh, football for next year. Today, apparently, they're going to have a formal unveiling tomorrow or something. Uh, they're well, out they, there today, anyway. Yeah, but. They, They've got some things that uh, they go for basketball games tonight. The women's game, they're going to be showcased there, and there's going to be some displays at Williams uh, for tonight's game for the women and then for tomorrow's game uh, against the men. But, yeah, there's quite a few different combinations and kind of a return of the of the gold helmets. And in my opinion, I, I probably never want to see the gold helmets uh, with the yellow pants. I just think that's such a mismatch combo. Uh, that I hope that is always stays in the closet. But I think that you know some people like them and some people have have been critical of them. But I think there's some some combos that I I personally like. So we'll see. They got the boat. They got now we got the row the boat. We got the the oar on the helmet or some damn thing. Uh, we got the row the boat all over. Here's my theory. Let's listen. I I think your big time programs don't go out there and camouflage who they are okay that's one thing but the second thing is if you're getting if you think that this helps you get a player that you got a kid so shallow that it makes a difference to him what the uniform looks like i don't want him sure i mean that's fair i think just based on the reaction of, of some of the kids out there you know maybe this isn't the primary reason but okay well hey we can 
wear all these different combos. I think that that is appealing uh, to kids these days. You know, obviously you don't want a kid that you know always wants to be concerned with how he looks. I mean, that's obviously very vain. But if you have this as one of the elements in your recruiting pitch, I don't think it hurts you. No, uh, well, they're uh, they, and this is Nike, right? I, I suppose they're doing this all over the country. Although I got a hunch that uh, when you're playing Iowa and uh, Wisconsin and Nebraska next year, you'll know who they're playing when you look at them. On like the pewter, the pewter gives us old time Gopher fans a hard time. I, you know, because yeah. we didn't have any pewter when uh, Bobby Bell was playing. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think that you know some of the accents that they have with the ore on the helmet and. And the, the compass on the back of the helmet, and and the boats on the on the numbers, you know, some of those things are, you know, if if they're done, you know, subtly, they're okay. But if they kind of overtake the, you know, the block M on the side of the helmet, then it can be distracting. I mean, we'll have to wait and see once they're in action if it's just too busy or if, it, if there are subtle touches because, you know, Jerry Kill did similar things where he had the the numbers were you know bricks to kind of his brick by brick you know, mantra that he had. And, and, you know, Tracy Clays, once he took over, he had Rick's helmet stickers. So, you know, Gophers have done certain touches like this, but P.J. has certainly added more and more on top of it. Well, they none of them have taken my advice on what you do for your, if you want to do the uh, Buckeye, the Acorns, you know, like Ohio State. Little gopher teeth. That's what you should have on the, <laughs> on the helmet. Little gopher yeah. teeth. Okay. Okay, you're you're the soccer guy for uh, for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Boy, they are discovering this year how tough it is in this market, uh, even when the local teams are just playing okay, to get any traction as far as hey, the soccer season's coming. I mean, they, the United, God love them, they're out there. They're trying, but it's uh, they are really lost in the shuffle as they prepare to get the season started here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult when you have most of your preseason uh, in other places. You know, they were in Florida for a while, and now they're in South Carolina. And, you know, they have a few games, uh, preseason games. Another one's going to be streamed uh, tomorrow, I believe, and then on Saturday. So they're trying to trying to ramp things up. I think one of the things that has been difficult for them is they haven't brought in you know, big name, big ticket, big money players that really can, you know, galvanize the fans that are out there and bring other fans on board. They've had some signings, but they've all been kind of role player type guys. So I think that, you know, the diehards are, are looking at it and going, where are the big name players that we want to see here that can kind of change the course of, of this team and, and, you know, kind of take them to the next step. And that hasn't happened. Um, so I think that that has kind of been, contributing to things that uh, show that, you know, hey, they're kind of on the periphery at the time being, yeah. You wonder, you almost wonder if they're just pulling their punches till they get their own uh, stadium. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's clearly is, has been a theory that's been out there, especially last year that you know, kind of a quote-unquote soft launch with the team. Um, but, you know, and that's kind of what I was hearing at the beginning of this offseason, that they weren't going to be spending a lot of big money on players because they were investing – you know, two hundred million in private money for a for a stadium, and had you know a hundred million in an expansion fee, and and that was kind of strapping them at the start. Uh, but then, as kind of preseason kept going, I hear that they are putting out big money figures in the world of soccer and MLS soccer, big money figures to try and lure players here. And and it looks like one of the guys that they were trying to get hasn't really come together at this point. 
so yeah, I mean that theory has been out there, but I've also heard that, that Bill McGuire has been willing to spend money as the preseason's gone on. So I mean, we'll see what happens here over the next couple of weeks, and once the summer comes, that they're going to be willing to spend money, and if they're able to be able to lure anyone here, and I think that you know when you talked about or uh, when people talk about the Wolves and kind of how they have to deal with kind of a, a tundra attacks to kind of bring players here to to kind of play in in the cold, I wonder if Minnesota United has to deal with that as well. Well, I think, uh, you know, Minnesotans, there are, there's certainly a hawker, soccer hard car core, but as far as the, you know, casual people who are looking for something to do, uh, going to a soccer game in March, uh, or April is just not on the radar. Uh, later on, it's a, I think we see it as a summer sport up here, even though it's a yeah. seven month a year sport, an eight month a year sport. Yeah, that's that's one tough thing about it is you know they they'll play in March and they'll play in October and as everyone knows it gets cold. That I mean they what they've been fortunate to have as they've had to work around the Gopher schedule, especially in the fall, is they've had you know strong stretches of summer games. I think last year and and I think this July as well they've they've got four or five home games in in the kind of the meat of the summer. So I think that they've been beneficial. Uh, to have that, we'll see what happens once they have their own stadium and they don't have any conflicts. How many games are going to get in late fall and, and early spring? But uh, but yeah, I think that you know just the season does stretch very very long and there's international breaks and so many elements of it that, that push it so long that you know it's it's difficult to get traction uh, with something that kind of has a mindset of what it is and it's different when it's actually in practice. Hey uh, Andy, thanks for your time, sir. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. All right. Uh, Andy Greeter uh, covers a lot of things for the St. Paul paper. Hey, gentlemen, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Gophers had a really good season last year, right? Okay. We had, you know, what, uh, you know, number five, five seed. We were a five seed in the tournament. 11 and seven in the Big Ten, one of their higher finishes in a long time. That was after an eight and 23 season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. They switched the radio outlet and fell flat on their ass. You think it's a coincidence? I don't think so. I don't either. That's called karma. Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, We'll be back. The Ride with Royce. I don't want to go much further, but... On 1500 ESPN. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. I mean, obviously the coaches have um, real good insight. Some of the stuff that uh, us players might not see, and obviously they're coaching at this level for a reason. So um, to be able to kind of learn from, from these guys, it's, I mean, I couldn't even pinpoint one thing. It's just kind of a, a plethora of different information that I'm going to take home and um, take into next season. Well, uh, Joe had a lot of input in this sports person of the day. He was he talking said, about the hallway. He yeah. told me, he said, how about this new goalie that the Gopher hockey team has? Because he said, you know, they stuck with Eric Shearhorn there for years. Uh, Eric Shearhorn was, uh, uh, Joe said, as I recall, he was the two-time Big Ten goalie of the year the last couple of years. And all of a sudden, this other guy's splitting duty with him. And, yes, he has won. He is the first Gopher hockey player in this uh, rendition of the Sports Person of the Day to win the Sports Person of the Day award. Matt Robson, he's a sophomore. Uh, he was playing for the Penticton V's in the uh, British Columbia Hockey League. Mario Lucia played up there. Mike Riley, a bunch of gophers played up there. 
and he was heading back to Penticton last winter, and he got stranded at uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. So he wanted to see the Gophers campus, so he came over and spent a couple hours over there. And then he went to the Toronto Maple Leafs Development Camp this summer. He uh, ended up uh, going to the University of Minnesota. There was some question about his uh, amateur status, so he did not play the first 18 games of this season, but he was declared eligible. And now, in their last eight series... He has gone seven two and one, and uh, he's played ten games. And Shearhorn's played eight games, and he played uh, both games last weekend. Gave up a total of two goals. Matt Robson, and he was the second star of Big Ten hockey, and he's won. Uh, he's been among the three stars here a couple of times since he started playing. He comes from uh, suburban Toronto, and uh, he's. Uh, uh, has a 1.53 goals against and a 9.45 save percentage. And you know what that screams to me, guys? No. Sports person of the day. <laughs> That's what it screams to me, that this kid deserves it. Do you, Anybody want to argue? Well, no, the only thing I'm questioning Shot is... 59 out of 61 shots over the weekend, 38 of 39 on Saturday when they lost in overtime. You talked about him being from suburban Toronto. I thought that had transformed into basketball country with the evolution well, of the sport is, there. Uh, uh, actually, so it's good that, to see that they're still producing hockey talent in Toronto. Mrs. Swa- Mrs. Swaga, I think Mrs. Saga is what it is. Mrs. Saga, and that is such a huge suburb that they were trying to get a second NHL team there. Wow. Uh, the, 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 Toronto tickets are so hard to get for the uh, Maple Leafs that this suburb was going to get a team, build a big, great big arena, and have two teams there, but it never came about, and it's still uh, being discussed. But anyway, wouldn't that hurt the it, Buffalo market though if they put another team in in uh, Toronto? It might, it might. But uh, here's the deal: uh, he went to Clarkson for a year, and then. He, uh, things didn't go the way he wanted, so then he went out to Penticton, and while he was at Penticton, he went to junior college, a two-year, what they call a two-year college up there, and he got a two-year degree there. That made him immediately eligible, because he was a junior college guy, made him immediately eligible without sitting out a year, but he still, he's only a sophomore, even though he went to college, three years of college. They got some uh, goofy uh, rules in hockey, how these guys become eligible, but Matt Robson, congratulations to you. You are the sports person of the day, and I'm going to make a hot prediction. Here we go. Because of all the pessimism about gopher hockey and the Don, and this is it for the Don, they're going to win the national championship. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Wow, that is a big declaration, Mr. Royce. That is a... That's a what a scalding hot day. Is that a scalder? Oh yeah. I'll hey, we got to bring the steam zone back this week. When's the oh last time my. we had it? That's a scalding hot scalding hot day. I believe Gophers win national hockey championship because it's completely balanced hockey. Everybody's the same. And now that we got the sports person of the day in the nets, look out. Now, how will you and the rest of St. Cloud State Huskies Nation take a, a golfer championship? Well. Yeah, I not didn't think so. Well, we will not. If it's the Gophers and the Huskies, and 
If the Gophers, the Huskies, and Mankato all go to the Frozen Four, how about that? We're there, Reaver. Oh, we got to go. Absolutely. We, oh, I think go. it's here. Actually, isn't it? What the final? It's the Frozen in, I Four. I think it's in Minnesota. I think it's at the X. No, come on. Is, I, I think it's it at the X. I think it's at well, the X. Well, here's what I think too. I think we should take his Sports Person of the Day certificate and have it blown up and have it imprinted into the ice for the national championship game as well. <laughs> I right. think we That's should do right. that, yeah. Wait a minute, you're right. She's, you know, at the, she's at the X this year, yeah, so, so it's not a long road trip. road trip. We will make the road trip to St. Paul, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, my lowest moment of the year was when I found out Kenny and I have gone to the same number of wild games, one. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Ride with Royce. Calculating a new route. It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. It's route. 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 Recalculating. The Ride with Royce on 1500 ESPN. Johnny Hyde, I think we've straightened it out. The uh, the hockey team will be playing the checks this evening. That's correct. About 9-10 our time. And we should be able to also see Lindsey Vaughn in the downhill this that, evening. Uh, right? That coverage starts around 7, although she won't although obviously the, go right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. A foreplay first. I'm shocked. NBC is going to put Lindsey Vaughn on at 7 o'clock in primetime. There's yeah, no that, way. Yeah, but it's like... 10, it's 11 o'clock in the morning over there, or, new, or noon, or something over there. So, you know. Got it. That's, they're actually, they got, they've ruined primetime preview because they got a lot of live stuff on. I liked it much, <laughs> I like it much better when it's Europe and you got NBC, seven, you're ruining my bet. Yeah, you do. You screw. <laughs> I did, uh, I did get out one Saturday afternoon preview the other day that I told them that we lost to Russia, but you can watch it in two hours if you want to. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> this update sponsored by Dell. Small businesses save up to 40% during Dell's President's Day sale. You get the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, visit dell.com slash business deals or call 877-BY-DELL. Uh, as Patrick said, the Olympics tonight, the big stuff, Lindsey Vaughn in the Alpine skiing event. Coverage of that starts at 7 o'clock our time. And, uh, of course, in 2010, she they got a lot of there. foreplay, though. Yes, they do. They got a lot of foreplay for this stuff. You know, uh, last night in my home, Pat, you know, the Olympics is basically always on at my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the mother-in-law staying overnight because we had her staying with the boys to, for President's Day. And uh, her and the bride were watching the uh, the dual pair figure skating. And they were like, okay. oh, he's really cute. I said, girls, I got a newsflash for you. <laughs> he ain't India. <laughs> they really like the uh, the French guy. Uh, oh, okay. the, the, the male partner of the wardrobe malfunction. Oh, okay. They were really, they were big fans of him. In the men's hockey, the U.S. plays the Czech Republic in the quarterfinals. That's nine ten hour time. And the women, they'll play for the gold tomorrow evening ah, in hockey. Okay. So. Ooh, tomorrow evening. Yep. Hated Canada. Yep. I, I love it when they say the greatest rivalry in sports. Okay. <laughs> you know, the fact that nobody else is trying kind of takes something out of the... <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah. Gophers women's team in action tonight in basketball. Indiana in town for a game against the Gophers. Uh, women Gophers on a roll, of course. They've defeated two top 25 teams in a row. I hear they had a pretty good crowd Sunday, and it was loud. Huh? They, they they had a good old, I guess they had a decent crowd. They got a good team. I mean, they score a lot of, what did they read, Manny? First time ever that they've scored over 94 games in a row or something in franchise history or something. 
What's that? I think, man, I, I, think they've scored, I think they've scored over 90 four games in a row, something like that. Yeah, so that sounds and, and about never right. Done that, never done they that. They should before. be ranked if they beat they yes. beat 23 Michigan and number 10 team yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah, they should. They're good. they got a lot of firepower. And As I said, Carly Wagner will be with us uh, Thursday. From the Star Tribune, Vikings defensive tackle Sharif Floyd, who spent the 2017 season on the team's non-football injury list as he tried to come back from that nerve issue in his right knee, still waiting the settlement of a grievance he filed in September in hopes of getting his full $6.757 million salary for the 2017 season. Ah, the Vikings will pay him. They're that kind of guys. So, that, you mean they haven't paid him? <laughs> That's correct. At this point, uh, he's been what, paid his, What is their contention? Well, he's been paid his $2 million base salary for the 2017 season and a workout bonus of $6,400. Uh, the teams are not obligated to pay players on the NFI list. They can pay an amount of their choosing to those players or opt not to pay them at all. That league is something else. Oh, God, you guys are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> issue- so he gets hurt playing, playing football, football. Uh-huh. and doesn't get paid. The is- right. issue behind his grievance is whether the knee issue should have been classified as non-football. Uh, of course, uh, this all stems from he had arthroscopic surgery. Oh, they're saying it's non-football. Uh-huh. To repair his meniscus back in September of 2016, he played only 25 snaps in the 2016 season opener and then uh, missed the second game against So what, are they contending that they didn't want him to have surgery or what? No, they're just saying uh, uh, non-football because it was from the actual surgery. (laughs) The surgery itself disrupted... (laughs) Oh, because they screwed up the surgery. Yeah, they disrupted a nerve in his right knee that's prevented his quadriceps But he's having the surgery because he got hurt playing football. (laughs) I blame the cheap. They're criminals. I blame the cheap poll ads. That's who I blame. They're criminal. Yeah, I just think. (laughs) You know, you might think the Wolves are trying to screw them, but think how bad the poll ads would be trying to screw them. Uh, At this point, Floyd's chances of resuming his uh, his career appear remote. Uh, The Vikings didn't comment on the story for the uh, Star Tribune. The Vikings had picked up his $6.76 million fifth-year option in May 2016. That amount was guaranteed for injury until the start of the 2017 league year. So that all goes. They are evil. They're They're evil. They're not even, Pat, they they could give Sharif Floyd this money and not even miss it. Yes, the amazing thing. Just give him the money for you. I got another one for you. You won't let Stefanski go be the offensive coordinator, okay? Now that was bad enough, but now they bring in another offensive guru, (laughs) Todd Downing. So now he's the third teat at the breast of the offense here, right? (laughs) And you still didn't let him leave. That's one way to put it. Oh wow. Happy God Mo- Almighty. Happy These Mother's guys are, Day. They are evil. The uh, Twins, it's official. It's just now. my opinion, man. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anibal Sanchez, it's official, has passed his physical, so uh, he is signed to the Twins to make Cheap bullets! To make room on the 40-man roster, the team transferred Trevor May to the 60-day disabled list. You know, they could have got Verlander from Detroit, but instead they get Anibal Sanchez. You know. I think uh, Mr. Reavers has something. New we have a breaking news item out of Major League Baseball. The Tampa Rays, New York Yankees, and Arizona Diamondbacks have agreed to a significant three-team trade that will send infielder Brandon Drury to New York, outfielder Steven Souza to Arizona, uh, and not 
quite. This is all according to John Heyman, by the way. I'm not sure who the other player that's involved. No, in. I thought you were going to say Chris Archer, but no. Okay, no. it's not that significant. <laughs> I got news for you; it's not that significant. Steven Souza is a great player. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, he's a. Where's he going? Arizona. He's going to Arizona. Drury is going to go to the Yankees, and I don't know what the well, Yankees are giving. Souza was still in Tampa, right? Yes. Right. So now yeah. they've gotten themselves down to about sixty-five million. Yes. God Almighty, you know. <laughs> You know, that guy in Tampa is almost as cheap as the pole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he is. <laughs> we got to go, Johnny. All right. But you did a fine job today. I was proud of you. <laughs> Sitting shotgun on the ride with Royce. I'm not that good a driver. <laughs> I'm old. On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Royce now continues. First of all, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for late hits. With Dan Osinski pitching in the Cardinal 8, Orlando Cepeda hammers the ball off the wall in right center for a double, and Maris scores. St. Louis now leads 5-2. to two. Harry Carey describing a World Series play when Orlando Cepeda was with the Cardinals. Of course, he made his fame with the San Francisco Giants. He was rushed to the hospital today at age 80. Uh, No other uh, uh, information on his condition. The baby ball, it took him, uh, the Veterans Committee put him in the Hall of Fame in 1999. Remember he had that, uh, there was that drug thing where he was involved in uh, some kind of thing, and that kind of kept him out of the Hall of Fame, I guess, for a while. But uh, the baby bull, as he's called, and in 1956, which was his second year in pro ball, he played for the St. Cloud Rocks in the old Northern League. No way! When, when it was a full it was like a 120-game season. It oh, was a full-season cool. league. I did not he know played that. for the St. Uh, Cloud Rocks. He had 26 home runs and batted three fifty-five, And that was a, that was what they call Class C ball. But it, it, you went all the way down to D ball there. D, C, you know, uh, B. And then the next year he was in AAA with the Minneapolis Millers here in town. 25 home runs, 109 RBIs, and three oh five And... That was 1957. 1958, he was with the Giants. Pretty good rise, right? 1956, St. Cloud. 1957, all the way up to the Millers. 1958, the Giants. And when you ask old-time St. Clouders like I used to, who's the best player the Rocks ever had, even though they had Lou Brock and they had uh, uh, several other wonderful Giants, they'll all say Orlando Cepeda. He was the second Puerto Rican to go in the Hall of Fame. The first was Clemente. There's only four now. Uh, Clemente, Orlando Cepeda, Roberto Alomar, and now Pudge Rodriguez. Now, remind me, Pat, because when you did that great piece when the, for the All-Star game, when you talked to Willie Mays, did you also talk to Cepeda for that piece, too? No, I did not see him. Oh, I thought I did you did. See him okay. There. But he is, uh, the Giants have taken pretty good. The Giants do a good job taking care of their old yes. uh, warriors, but Orlando Cepeda, uh, hopefully it's not uh, life-threatening. 80 years old, he was rushed to the hospital today. Uh, Don Mattingly not happy with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper took a shot at the uh, uh, Miami Marlins in the in the in the budget cutting they've done, and Mattingly says, uh, "Mind your own dugout." Good. Uh, I'm glad Mattingly said that to him. But how do you how double crossed do you think Mattingly feels? Oh. He takes the Marlins job. 
thinking they're going to try to win, right? Yes. And then uh, then all of a sudden they uh, come in and the Yankees, they probably haven't gotten rid of him. Uh, maybe Jeter knows him from uh, That's what I was going to go with. Don't hanging you, around. Don't you think Jeter around. had a conversation with him before this all started saying, here's the plan, here's what we're going to do? Didn't, didn't Loria give him a bunch of money, though? So they, they're probably too cheap to fire him even if they wanted to, right? Yeah, but somebody, you know, Don's a decent manager. You'd think that they they want, they got to have somebody there to oversee this overhaul that they're doing. Uh, well, yeah, but I bet he feels like, you know, I had the Dodgers. Yeah, that's and a good had, We had a pretty good team, and now I got these clowns. Hey, Kristen Yelich, who ended up getting traded to the Brewers as they traded their entire starting outfield out there in uh, Miami. Uh, he uh, had some interesting uh, quotes yesterday. He said that uh, he thought the death of Jose Fernandez is what has led to the carnage in Miami. Uh, that uh, they they actually thought they had a they had a window to win yep. in uh, Miami when they had their ace pitcher Jose Fernandez, and when he died in the boat accident, he said things just kind of came unglued. They of course had a losing season last year, and they went and got rid of. Everybody. Well, everybody wants to say that Stanton was the face of that franchise, but until he died, Fernandez was absolutely yeah, the face. Yeah, because he was, a, you know, he was a Cuban and, uh, you know, a great Cuban personality and pitcher in uh, uh, in Miami. And that makes all the difference in the world. Remember, when he pitched, people, you know, they got bigger crowds. Absolutely, they did. And I'll never forget that Sunday night game that he struck out like a 16 or something like that. And his stuff was just unbelievable that night. He was, well... It's a shame. It really is. Uh, to repeat, uh, Louisville has had to vacate the 2013 NCAA championship. Uh, first time the NCAA has made a team uh, vacate a championship in the NCAA tournament. There have been several times that uh, they had to vacate placements, uh, including our uh, Gophers in 1997. UCLA had a couple of placements. Uh, One year, uh, Villanova and I believe Western Kentucky both had to vacate uh, placements in the NCAA tournament, but this is the first time they've taken a title away. Patino was at Louisville for 16 years, uh, Rick Patino, and in that time, First 10 years were okay, right? Then he had his own sex scandal with the uh, gal who he accused of extortion. Yep. Uh, and of course, uh, the worst thing she said about him is uh, when they uh, when they went to it on the table in the restaurant after the restaurant was closed, it didn't last very long. Uh, <laughs> and she, she made a point of that. Right. And then they had the school sex scandal when they tried to when they tried to convince everybody that. That Richard uh, Rick uh, didn't know they were running hookers through the uh, the dormitory for basketball, yeah, and having uh, sex parties uh, many times for I guess kids that weren't even eighteen yet, right? Yes, recruits, seventeen year old recruits. So uh, you know, I can't imagine. I, I I would imagine most of the recruits said, "Well, I'm not old enough. I don't want to get involved in this," right? <laughs> Having the hookers, in, yeah. Uh, this, well, and, this, and in some cases, this this, this bothers me. There yeah. were, yeah. The, the the parents being involved was another. You know, in some cases, fathers. That was the one that was a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. What do we got going on here? 
And uh, then, of course, the uh, the buying the players, which cost him his job, and he's suing them for thirty seven point six million. I got a hunch after this one, he's he's uh, he hasn't been around the Gophers much since they started losing. Right? We haven't seen him. Showed no. up a couple of times there during the losing streak. I, about a month ago, I think he was here, but I, I think he's probably going to be lying low here after this one, right? Yeah, he's probably not going to show up in the Gopher sweater with the Gopher scarf. I've got to imagine. No, uh, and maybe we would. Uh, maybe the son would say, you know, eh, maybe it's a good idea to stay away. The way this year's going, what are they? Three and thirteen now, right? Uh, in the league, yes, three and thirteen. Yeah, three and thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got to beat Iowa here uh, tomorrow night, right? They got Iowa Senior Day. Uh, Nate Mason and that whole thing is it tomorrow night, right? Yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. And uh, if they win that one, if they lose that one, and then they go to Purdue. Rick in five years will be thirty and sixty, which is an easy number to figure out. That's oh uh, three thirty three. So, so he'd like to win one, so you can't, you know. So it'd be thirty one and fifty nine. That'd sound It'd a be a better. six and twelve average. That'd be a six and twelve yearly average. Yeah, not not good, not good. Oof. All right, we uh, shall return with our daily complaints. circles around other sports guys. You're on the ride with Royce 1500 ESPN. Do you have a daily complaint, Manny Hill? I do, and I've already mentioned it a couple times this hour. The Gopher okay. women's basketball team should be ranked. Damn yes. it, it should be ranked. Did it come out today? The ratings came out? No. Uh, they, they came out yesterday, in fact. They weren't rated? They weren't. They were uh, in the AP poll. They picked up 60 votes. Behind uh, in Oklahoma State at eighteen and eight got seventy three votes. What the hell? Belmont Maybe. Patrick is ranked number twenty three. Belmont. Uh, yeah. What? Don't you have to look at how the team's been playing for a month, right? I mean, uh, what difference does it make if they lost a couple in December? You know. What do you got, Reavers? Uh, I have been accused of being frugal from some of my coworkers here, most notably the the newsman from time to time. So I always well, like to compile. A if list. anybody knows frugal, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> but I have compiled a list of things that are the biggest waste of money. Now, chief among them. Taking y- taking young kids on a vacation out of town. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you guys were at Disneyland or Disney World? Never been. Uh, I was at Disney World when my kids were young, but that was a long time ago. We made the excursion a, a week ago, uh, last a week ago Monday. Ninety one bucks for each one of the boys. Ninety seven for me and the bride. You're in. So for- the bite. So a two and a five year old get a five dollar discount. Yep. And then you're stuck for twenty five for parking. Guess how many rides we went on in our seven hours? Because the lines one. were so long. Four. Four. We went on four. One of them was probably that. Uh, it's a small world, do you? Uh, that line too long. That one, the Winnie the Pooh ride. We went on the African safari boat ride, which was actually pretty cool. And then another one that. Uh, but you we know were, what the good part of this is? The next time you go off on one of your asinine trips, your wife can't complain. That's very true. See, <laughs> that's I, right. I'm building you know, up yeah. equity. And remember when you made me go to Disneyland? Okay. <laughs> I'm going back to Jacksonville for a playoff game. Let's okay. go, Bills. What's your that's, daily complaint, sir? Uh, my daily complaint is the story you just, Johnny Height, just told us about. So there's no more vicious occupation yes. in America <laughs> than playing professional football these guys are putting they're they're all going to be dead at 60 if they're lucky uh they're putting their life and limbs on the line 
a guy has surgery on a knee, knee ruined in football, and you want to say it's a non-football injury because the surgery got screwed up. Even the Vikings can't be that big of scumbags. Can they? Oh, they can. God almighty. Ziggy, step in here. Show some class. Tell them to pay them.